Colin Can You Hear Me is brought to you by Stan Makita's Donuts, putting the O in donuts since 1992. Stop on by to try any of the 50 donuts offered, such as Bavarian Cream, Apple Crumb, Chocolate Glaze, and the Stan favorite, the Jelly Cruller. Visit stanmakitasdonuts.com slash ccyhm for a 25% off coupon. Reporting for North America, this is Colin. Can you hear me? The show that tackles your questions in an ongoing quest to find the answer. Now, here's your ginger-bearded host, Mike Schaefer. Skidamarink-a-dink-a-dink, skidamarink-a-doo. I love you. Hey, Colin. Thanks for waiting up. So, where were we? That's right, Father's Day. Came up fast, didn't it? The response to the Mother's Day episode was so strong that we knew we had to do an episode to celebrate the other half of the equation, our dads. Now, when I think of Father's Day and fathers, I always get an image of Al Bundy or Clark Griswold those lovable losers trying desperately to provide for their families. They were never conventional and always a burden, but at the end of the day, they had the family's best interests in mind, most of the time at least. So today, we have three stories to celebrate the men who helped make us who we are today, and I'll kick things off. Happy Father's Day, everyone. I'm really excited to kick off the Father's Day episode with a story about my dad, James, Jimmy Schaefer, um, and I think I'll just start with a couple of descriptors uh, about my dad, and uh, I think the first is that he's incredibly hardworking. Um, for those who don't know, he's a brick mason, he's been a brick mason uh, for the majority of his life, and it's incredibly hard work, and it's something that he's just sort of diligently done. Um, it's sort of who he is, and I do think it defines him. I think the work that has to go into to that job defines him as well. Um, I, I think it's important to mention that first. Uh, I think another thing about my dad is he's really pretty unassuming. Uh, you could even say shy. Uh, it's one of those things where I'd be interested to go back in time and see sort of um, what he was really like um, when he was a little bit younger, um, which is something that I think that I appreciate more as I see myself interacting with people, and I see how that unassuming personality helps me. Um, is my dad uh, stubborn? Yes. Uh, incredibly, and I do have him to thank for that, too. Um, I'm sure my mom and, and my wife are happy about that, too. Um, and I do think he leads by example uh, more than anything. I think it's just something he's more of a quiet, I think that goes with the unassuming personality, to just go to work, do the job, and and, and I think expect people to follow that. Uh, there are three, I guess, stories about my dad that are going to really help sort of lay the foundation for who he is and, and why I want to celebrate him on Father's Day. And, and the first, um, he did teach me a lot about music. It's something I can't think of enough about. Um, he 
believed, and I don't know if he still believes this, but he believed a preference for either the Beatles or the Rolling Stones defined who a person was. And this this was a question that he would pose to myself and my friends when we had sleepovers when we were younger and in elementary school and middle school, I'm sure in high school too, he would walk into the doorway and, and sometimes just his underwear and, and pose that question, the, Belito, the Beatles or the Rolling Stones, and how you reacted as a friend of mine, how you reacted to that question, how you answered it, could have potentially defined you uh, forever in his eyes. So people had to think clearly, um, and it's a joke, but at the same time, it was an interesting way to see him gauge um, people and, and their taste in music. Um, the other story, and I guess this is to preface it, my dad speaks in metaphors and analogies. Um, he always has a message or advice in some way, um, but unpackaging it has been the tricky part. So uh, the the one example that comes to mind sort of stuck with me over the years is when I proposed to my wife, my girlfriend at the time, who was then my fiance, because she thankfully accepted, um, I called my dad. I was excited, very, very excited. And, and um, rather than just sort of launch into uh, congratulations and how happy he was, um, he had he told a story, and I had recently tried skiing for the first time. This is when we moved out to Colorado. He told a story, um, and the skiing uh to preface this was was a disaster i'm not a good skier i don't ski now i, I fell out of bounds uh, i flipped head over heels it was a mess he had clearly been listening to that story though and it's something that you know over the years i've realized that he does listen he has listened i think he always will so he told a really convoluted analogy comparing marriage to the skiing that i had just done and how you you have to learn from that though you if you're flipping over if you're falling out of bounds if things aren't going right you still have to find a way to make it work and get down the hill and so he told this long story i was like really caught up in the emotions i'm like what in the hell are you talking about and he was like well what do you want me to say congrats and you know he was happy for me um but those are the things that i'm going to remember about my dad that i love so much and uh, the third story, the one that sticks out uh, the most for me, um, came years ago, you know, as a brick mason, I was a, a brick tender, uh, I worked with him uh, to help him out over the summers, and this was when I was probably 18, getting ready to, to go away to college, and someone at the construction site, I think it was a carpenter or someone who was working there along with the brick masons, we were on lunch sitting in a garage um, trying to get out of the heat. And and he asked me, because my dad had taken over sort of the family business um, from, from his dad, from my grandpa Schaefer. And uh, the, the carpenter, don't remember who he was, he, he had asked me, so you're going to take over, you know, your old man's business? And And before I could even answer... And I, I knew I wasn't going to do that out of other plans. But before I could even answer, my dad said, he's like, no way. He's like, absolutely not. He's like, I, I want him to, to use his mind to be successful. I don't want him to use his back. And, and that story really, really sticks out to me. 
uh, that advice has driven me to, to really, honestly, this successful career that I have that has nothing to do with cement blocks or, or wielding a, a trowel. Um, I may be incredibly weak now, like incapable of lifting uh, an 80-pound bag of concrete without pulling a muscle or breaking something, but I am in a position to continue improving myself and continue having success, and, and I can't thank him enough for for that I think to him maybe was even an unassuming moment where he didn't even realize he was giving advice. And I think that's the story of my dad is a lot of times he doesn't even realize what type of impact he, he could have. Um, and that one had a, a really huge impact on me. So um, to my dad, I love you. Happy Father's Day. Thanks so much for everything you've done over the years. Um, to all my friends who are fathers, uh, Sean Conley, uh, Warren Stowe, Brent Teeter, Nick Saucedo, whoever else I'm forgetting. Happy Father's Day to you guys as well. And before we get on to Ben's story about his dad, my question is, the Rolling Stones or the Beatles? Something to think about. Next up, Ben Webster with a story about his dad. Take it away, Ben. What's up, fellas? Hey, listeners. Just wanted to say Happy Father's Day to our resident father, Warren, and to any other father out there that might happen to be listening. Our host asked me to say a few words about a particular father. Some know him as G-Dub. Some folks down here in Florida know him as Greg Webb. Some people think he's Michael Douglas. But to me, he's just Dad. I'm going to share with you just a couple things that makes my dad so unique. Growing up with my dad was great. Can't imagine a more supportive person. Anybody that knows me knows that my dad toted me around the state of Michigan, sometimes outside the state of Michigan, literally every weekend from the sixth grade till I was about 20, playing in basketball tournaments. I played in so many I can't even count. I can't imagine the amount of miles we put on the cars or the amount of just tournament entry fees that my teenage years cost us. But that's the kind of guy he was. If I wanted to do it, he was there supporting me and, you know, would make it happen. Another interesting thing about my dad is, and maybe maybe all dads have this quality. I don't know. I just know. I just know mine. He knows how to do a lot of stuff. He's always surprising me growing up. I'd see him doing stuff that I had no idea he knew how to do. And I still don't know how. Still don't know. Example is, I've never seen my dad build much of anything my whole life, until I went to college and I needed to build a loft. So he comes home from the lumber store with a whole truckload of lumber and tools and things that you hammer into wood and bolts and all kinds of stuff that I know nothing about, draws up a plan and builds a loft in the garage. I have no idea how he knew how to do that. I don't know if he was a carpenter in his prior life. He just knows how to do stuff. Very surprising and very cool. The other thing that makes my dad so cool is that, you know, in terms of just a role model, He's pretty much made a whole life out of helping people and helping people become better. Whether it's, you know, fixing schools that were broken and needed fixing to helping out in the community or just helping random kids learn how to play the trumpet. He's just made an entire life of helping people. And fortunately, being close to him as, as I was, I was the beneficiary of a lot of that. So, Greg Webb, happy Father's Day. Love you, man. And happy Father's Day to all y'all out there. Peace. And we'll end the show with one final story, this one from Warren, about his dad, Big Ed Stowe, a man who dwarfs me by a solid foot and a half, 
but was always kind enough to listen to me, even though I was so far below him. Warren? Hello, everybody out there. Um, it is Warren. Haven't talked to you in a while, so it's nice to get the chance to do that. Um, just want to wish all the fathers out there a very special Father's Day. And take a couple minutes to talk to you about um, my father. Not gonna... I don't know. Maybe I'll get into specific stories, but they're more generalities, I guess. Um, you know, the first thing is I think about my dad is he's extremely hardworking. Um, I think, like, I'm 32, and I think my grandparents, like, all of us, if you're my age, your grandparents, like, those men, I feel are, like, the last of a dying breed. Um, those guys like really, 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 really worked hard. Um, you know, probably they grew up, you know, they were young during the depression and all that stuff. But my parents, my dad, he, you know, he's a close second growing up. I didn't see a ton of him outside of the weekends just because, you know, he was fishing. He worked in a factory. He owned a restaurant. He owned the um, fish market where we smoked fish. Um, he literally did a lot of stuff and, um, he did that all for our, me and my sisters. I know that, you know, um, I was never, I still never, am. never have thought bad about the fact that he wasn't maybe around as much as when we were really little. Um, because, you know, he was around when I was middle school and high school age, he was around all the time. So that was awesome. Um. You know, two big things stick out for me um, in terms of, of my father, um, and yeah, I don't know. I always talk about, like, being patient and, and being tough, and I think of myself as a pretty patient person. I think of myself as a, a tough man, um, not like a tough guy, but just like I'm just mentally tough, and I attribute that to my dad because... My dad put me in some really, like, hairy situations um, from as long ago as I can remember. Um, you know, I was up at the crack of dawn sitting in minus weather, you know, very cold weather, deer hunting, where, you know, a lot of times I didn't see any deer. But it was not an option. It was something that I was going to do. I would wake up on summer vacation at 5.30 in the morning, and I would be out on the boat fishing with my dad, many times for eight, nine, ten hours. And, you know, we'd be out there in the middle of the day when you don't catch fish, but we would be out there. Um, again, things that at the time I never would have wanted to do and you know again just put in some pretty precarious situations as far as being young and harsh weather and I was never in any danger but I just think it made me tough it made me a man it made today it makes me a man um you know, and it sounds cruel, but I'm going to put my kids in some of those situations where they like it or not, you know, um, not, you know, you're chopping the wood. You don't have an option because that's what we're doing today. We need to chop wood and we're going to go out there and chop wood. Um, it sucked at the time, but looking back on those experiences, I wouldn't trade them for anything in the world. Um, and another thing that I really cherish about my father is 
all of the, uh, all the things he made us do, like, not just the hairy situations, but my dad is really big on, like, uh, not routine, but just, you know, like, we are going to go chop down a Christmas tree, like, that's what we're going to do. Every Sunday, we are going to go out to, we had some property, and we are going to have family Sundays, we're going to grill, we're going to swing on the hammock, we're going to go hiking, we're going to do it as a family every Sunday, and it wasn't like an option, like that's just what we did, and I, I find myself as a father, I'm a father, I find myself doing that a lot, where I try to get these inlaid traditions in my family, because well, first of all, they're a hassle. And I know even back then it was like a hassle. It's a hassle to get four. I have three older sisters. It's a hassle to get four kids together to cut a Christmas tree down. Um, but it was something like now looking back on that, like those are my greatest memories of Christmas and being at the property for family dinners were my like greatest memories of my childhood. And Getting up and going fishing were some of the best memories that I have. Because a lot of times we were doing that with my grandpa. Stowe, my grandpa Stowe, um... You know, I lost him, I don't even know how long ago now, five, six years ago, maybe maybe a little more than that. But the best memories I have with him are me, him, and my dad fishing. And same with my grandpa Fisher. He got sick, man, I was young, eight, nine, ten. He, was, he died of cancer. Um, but I remember going perch fishing with him. I, I have those pictures, and... just some of my my greatest memories so um i tell my dad that now and i can't thank him enough i love him to death you know it's i think it's tough as a man well it's tough for me as a man you want to be your own man so like you this relationship you have with your father is a it's just different because you don't want to live in his shadow and you want to break out and be your own um at least that's how it is for me. But, uh, you know, I love my dad to death. Um, you know, he's a great man. He'd do anything for me. He'd do anything for his kids and I would do anything for him. So, um, talking about my dad always gets me emotional. So, um, it's cool being a father. You know, I have these two little people that I made, I help make, and um, I take care of them, I help take care of them, and they're just amazing. My son Edward and my daughter Imelda, who's in the car with me right now. Do you want to say hi? Hi. So, um, you know, they're the best, and uh, happy Father's Day to everybody out there. Um, I hope you have a wonderful day. Uh, do whatever it is you love to do. Spend time with your family and uh, grill, barbecue, drink beer, watch baseball, whatever it is that you do. So um, I'll see you guys later. This is Warren. Peace out. Thanks, Warren. So that's our show. Thanks for listening. 
Happy Father's Day to to our dads. Thank you for, and I know this from Ben and Warren and myself. Thank you for everything you've done over the years to to setting a great example and pushing us to to be who we are today. I know we're all very appreciative of that, and and we love you for that. And, and to everyone else, to all the other fathers out there, have a great day. Warren said it best: grill, barbecue. Um, have a beer, watch some sports, whatever it is you do, be with your family. Uh, so have a great day. Uh, happy Father's Day to the newest father, Mark Hanna, and to everyone else. Have a great day. Skidamarinka-dink-a-dink, skidamarinka-do I love you 